Welcome back to Off the Ground, the show where we bring you into the trenches with us to help you channel your inner girl boss and navigate the ever-changing landscape of wellness and social media. So every week, we chat about a topic that's getting a lot of play out there at the moment, and we bring on a guest who is uniquely qualified to chat about it with us. That's right, Jamie. (laughs) So this week, we'll be talking about holistic wellness. What on earth does that actually mean? (laughs) I mean, everything is so specialized, so like, we need to know. And why is it important? And we are so excited to be joined by Shana Taylor. (laughs) Shana is a leader in the wellness and clean eating movements, and we're so excited to chat with her about her mission to help people thrive holistically and lead happier, healthier, and more balanced lives. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, we are (laughs) super stoked that you are here. So before we totally dive into the topic, what we do on this show every week is we start off with kind of a little weekly catch up. And so we usually pick one topic every week, something maybe that we want to get off our chest. Maybe one of us has an issue, or maybe there's something in the news that, you know, has one of us ticked off. We're really excited. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. me. Hi. Heidi is raising her hand. Uh, Heidi. Yeah. Okay. So Heidi here. <laughs> um, so I got really, really annoyed about the whole greenwashing thing because when I was so trying. Tell, tell us what that is. Because yeah, so, I think yeah. not all of us know what that is. Totally. When I was trying to get pregnant, I was trying to be like super conscious of no toxins on my on my skin or my largest organ, all those things. And I thought I was buying all the right products because they said natural or they said, or they had green packaging or they had a label that looked just like the organic seal, but somehow the word organic was missing, but I didn't know to look for that. So that is what for our listeners and viewers who aren't familiar, greenwashing is when a brand creates packaging to look like something is organic or green, but it's actually not at all mm-hmm. organic or green. And mm-hmm. we have Megan and Shana who are super experts all, in this. I know. <laughs> I get all worked yes. about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest problems is there's really not a lot of regulations around what green, clean, any of the, these things mean. So the only term in the beauty space that's actually regulated is organic. So if someone says something is certified organic, it actually has to be because that's regulated by the government. Outside of that, foreign countries have about 1,300 ingredients that are that are obviously toxic and banned from use in beauty products. In this country, there's 11 ingredients on that same toxin list. Wow. So something good housekeeping is... You also don't have to stay on your And you don't have to. Fragrance doesn't have to be... You don't have to talk about fragrance. Mm -hmm. There's only 11 products that we recognize as harmful. Mm -hmm. There is something called the Personal Care Product Safety Act in the beauty space that um, good housekeeping has gone to um, Washington to lobby for, but it's been stalled in the Senate for few years. And even if that does get passed, really all it says is the FDA has to look at about three to five ingredients a year um, and make some mandates. So really, we're so far behind everything in Europe and Canada from a clean, green, healthy perspective. And the other scary thing is natural. All natural actually means is that it was produced from ingredients um, derived from the earth so right. it's like, it is what it says it is, mm. but arsenic is in its natural state, and that's still totally, toxic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So that, that there's, there's a lot of toxic a things lot from here. of confusion yeah, in the green space. Why, we, we, why are we so limited? Like, why are we only doing the government hasn't stepped so in? There yeah, just they aren't regulations. Still um, something I'm excited that good housekeeping is. This is something we're really passionate about. And we were lucky enough to have Shana join us for a green summit a couple of weeks ago um, to really kind of speak to this. And I know this is something you're passionate about and doing yeah. really great things. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I ended up starting Shana's kitchen to not just be like a recipe chef blog and actually make it into something like the Martha Stewart of wellness because I couldn't find any products or like of anything, by the way. It wasn't just like skincare. It wasn't just food. It wasn't just I mean, like hair product. It was everything I was afraid of because I was like, once you start, when you start learning about all the products you're supposed to, or not, or like ingredients you're supposed to look for, you realize that it's in everything, even if it mm-hmm. says it's not, or it's, you know, 60% organic and you're like, great. Okay. 60%. But like, if there's something that's toxic in there, mm-hmm. that, that takes away from all the 60% of our organic products you're putting in there. So I wanted to just be like, you know what? I know what I like. I know that I'm never going to put anything out there that I wouldn't use on myself. And I'm ultra, you know, specific. And so I was like, I'm just going to make everything myself. And there are some regu- – <laughs> like there are things like the ECHO certification, the ECHO cert. So you can look that that emblem on products. ECO. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's there is ECO some good ones, cert. But they're not mainstream, which is what's so frustrating. That's the problem. Totally. Is it's, it's, again, to the marketing mm-hmm. of the, the greenwash. Mm-hmm. Greenwashing is Yeah, the which I'm just yeah. learning about mm-hmm. this term. I didn't yeah. even know. And it's something I'm like so annoyed about is – it's all the big companies that lead it and it's like they are the experts of marketing and what people gravitate to and it's like you want to believe that these companies are you know you want to trust them so naturally you're like Mm -hmm. oh it says organic it says natural you just just grab that and whatever and it's like i can't preach enough that you have to read what's on the back and if you don't understand what it like if you don't understand what it is just take the time to google it it takes two seconds and if mm-hmm. it's like something that looks a little sketchy don't you know don't buy it and Especially i think you so can't it, right? i think you can't <laughs> pronounce it right but i think this so so this conversation i find can be really scary like we have 30 million readers and when we start to have this conversation it gets scary so i always like to give people baby steps yeah i mean and i think like if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god everything i'm using is toxic step one could just be to pick things that are dye free and fragrance free right hmm. less ingredients is is better. better. So it, that's a small step you can take. Mm-hmm. St- just starting to be aware of ingredients, making that choice that I'm going to yeah. go dye free and fragrance free. So right. at least you're getting something with fewer ingredients. Right. Yeah. I love that. And I, I because not everyone can make their own products. Of course. Of course. <laughs> because and we so all have to wait for yeah. yours to come out. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I totally understand. I'm a consumer. I buy so many things just to try them because I want to be able to recommend things that you know, totally. to people that are, are afraid too and that are trying to live a, a better, cleaner, cleaner lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. and it shy away too because of price point. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's so, ex- well, now yeah. it's getting better, but I think that's what everybody's like, oh, of I'm not course. Gonna- people I- think it's unrealistic for them to, to live that lifestyle because things are, are more expensive. But also, it's so hard to find the information. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I know I know from Shana's website, Heidi here, I did a little cyber stalking. Um, <laughs> Shana's familiar with the ewg.org. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, lived like I live by it but not every it's quite honestly as much as I love those sites it's not the easiest to navigate so I have I tell my clients to go there and they're like Heidi I couldn't find anything there's also madesafe madesafe.org great that's why I brought this up yeah Yeah. so madesafe is a good one and there's Mm -hmm. the good housekeeping green seal was something I'm really proud of that only that looks at green claims and sustainability efforts but also efficacy because the truth Mm -hmm. is if the product is really really green Mm -hmm. but it doesn't work who cares I mean I don't want to put poop on my face right Right. just because it's also a big big thing yeah especially and you know the moms here can speak to this like 
baby products. Of course. I assumed because something was targeted for babies that it was safe. What about all the formula situation? Right. So the formula situation is this. So that's the same for, so for maybe if you're not a mom or if you've never heard Mm -hmm. about this, that's the same scenario. It's very similar to what Megan was talking about earlier in this conversation, which is that formula coming out of Europe is usually way more highly regulated and does not have all of the organic. junk in it. Yeah. It's organic. Yeah. It's truly, truly, you know, it's clean. free of all of that. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, because they, they, you can't sell it. That's correct. Oh, yeah. so you, I mean, isn't that st- like the, a lot of like 1,300 ingredients banned in Canada and Europe, 11 in the United I States. It's, I mean, that's upsetting. <laughs> I know. It's just it's upsetting. upsetting. <laughs> it's really upsetting. Yeah. It's and upsetting. they wonder why we have, you know, all these problems in the U.S. They're mm-hmm. like, well, the U.S. has the highest obesity. We have this. And it's like, well, you get, hello. We eat the, chemicals. Yeah, the That's biggest companies eat. are promoting that this is what we're supposed to be eating, and it's what we see, so everyone eats it. And, yeah. and it's, it's yeah. So what do we do? The kids, or my sister has children. I don't, but this is Christine. Hi. Um, and she she's just so aware now, even when she puts on her own body, because she's not going to put it on her children. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, why am I doing this to myself? So I'm learning a lot through her and through a lot of my friends who have kids, because you just don't realize what it is, and why bring it into your home if it's, you know, eventually... <laughs> Kind of wind up on your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess my question is like, how can we help people like not fall prey to greenwashing? So like, what are things you can look for? You mentioned that you called it the Echo. Go, so there's the Echo Cert. There's MadeSafe.org. There's the EWG. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's just awareness. I think that once you just kind of cross, step over into the space of like, I'm going to read the ingredient label, and if I don't understand it, I'm going to Google it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk away from heavy fragrances and dyes. Fragrances was one of the scariest spaces because they don't have have to divulge what's in a fragrance at all. It doesn't even have to be on the ingredient list. So it could be anything. I know. Which is so scary for people with allergies. Mm -hmm. Like I have a friend who's allergic to lavender. Mm. That poor woman. Right. Like it's in everything. Well, I think we're going to get into this more today because I think this could sound like an overwhelming conversation for a lot of people out there. And I think even the word holistic, a lot of people toss it around because it's a trend, but they have no idea what What it means. Mm -hmm. So that's actually what we're going to dive into in just one moment. But Christine, what's coming up next? Christine here. Now we are diving into sweat this. So we're going to all share a product that we are loving right now um, that we can't live without. And I will start with mine. And it is, well, it's not a pretty bottle really, but (laughs) it's a half empty bottle of white vinegar because this has saved my life from cleaning to um, recently Halloween where I put it on my pumpkins and it actually kept the squirrels away and I was the only person on the street. That's that a good housekeeping classic yeah. tip. I love it. So um, it just helped with that because little, you know, pests and things like that, if you don't want the toxins in your home, I find that I'd use it for everything just to even clean your drain and yeah, use water. Yeah, good for water I wind up too. doing it, you know, using it yeah. with everything. So like Those tough water spots never come off. That was like the yes. trick when I was like, I grew up at the, in, at the river with my father out in the desert in the middle of nowhere and we had, on the Colorado River, we would take the boat out every day and after a while the like you always get those spot the water spots and so the trick was he would mix vinegar with water and we always had to clean the boat because that was the rule like the kids <laughs> had to clean the parents did nothing and so, <laughs> we used to complain how do I implement that I'm so I'm so by the way I would never like I'm glad he always told me like you'll appreciate this when you're older and I used to be like never and now I'm like yes I do because right. I'm such an OCD clean oh. person and I'm so happy 
idea and know about all these hacks and how to actually be clean in adult life because it's just, it's just important. It's important to be a clean person and also like some, you know, as organized as possible. Anyway, sorry to cut you off, but it's, know. it's, I, that was the trick. Like anytime there was those water spots, it wouldn't come off. We would do vinegar water and it cleaned yeah, right off. It really does. And I yeah. had a little ant situation um, in, during, in the summer just because it was, you know, summertime and snacks and sugar and all that. And I spoke to somebody and they said, just mix a little bit of vinegar with water and put it in the corners of where, where the they ants are, are coming. Or really you could works. use coffee grinds. I've actually done oh, that online with Kelly and Ryan and, and your boyfriend liked that tip. Yeah. Uh, coffee grinds. Wait, what do you do? Yeah. Can, can we just mention, can we just like take oh. a quick oh, yeah. step back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just let the cat out of the yeah, bag. Yeah, let the cat out of the bag. Oh, you want to just tell us maybe who your boyfriend is, my dear? Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, my boyfriend is Ryan Seacrest. Oh. Uh, we've dated on and off for going on seven years. So, yeah. Love that's that. I love Longer Longer than so many my coffee grind no. tips. So I, well, that's sweet. a good swap. So for he the loves Shana, but he really loves Megan's coffee he really grind tips. Really <laughs> really <laughs> steal thunder, Megan. Just saying. <laughs> he does like good little hacks. He loves hacks. my hacks. I have to be honest. Yeah. He does always, like good little hacks. He always will be like, he doesn't oh, ever Megan, apply them to himself, but he likes them. Megan, would you like to know them? Oh my gosh. Well, this is funny. My sweat this item, and I actually had the privilege of working with your. Um, boyfriend this morning on live mm-hmm. with Kelly and Ryan and I had my first fan moment someone made me something and left it with security so um, and it's the most special thing ever I'm flipping out over it it's a mug that says see you on the happy bus friends and it is a orange kind of VW bus with a lightning so bolt cute. with my a rendition of my family inside and this was um, it's from shop Sophie's I believe that's how you say it. I'm not wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah. So cute. <laughs> Shop Sophie's. Wait, not... Is that the logo? It kind of reminds me of the Scooby Doo bus, which I really did. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm really into that. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuel and recharge. So anyway, so this was this makes me so endlessly happy because I had written a post about you can get on the happy bus or the sad bus, and I always choose the happy bus. And and it has your and lightning, have your lightning bolt on it. <laughs> it and now you have oh, a happy cup. Yeah. Can we just plug your book for a minute? Because we're talking about the lightning bolt. Okay, so the thing with me and the lightning bolts is my book is called The Fully Charged Life. It's not finished, but Uh Penguin Random House was kind enough to buy it um, (laughs) as I write it. But um, yeah, so my symbol for being fully charged is a lightning bolt. And your boyfriend also had a lightning bolt sweatshirt that I wanted to steal off his body. And that would have been my favorite thing if I could have stolen it. Aviator Nation. Aviator Nation. Oh my gosh. That's going to be a favorite thing coming up because I was like, what is that magical sweatshirt? Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Amazing. He wears them all the time. It's like he's promoting your book. Does every single thing have a bolt? Pretty much every. Yeah, they're they're, they're no, like, it's their thing. Like, they kind of made the bolt like it, like very popular yeah they really did yeah so cool. they really did yeah i love yeah, it they have them like down big down down the sweats yeah, they have, have it on the back they have it on, yeah they yeah, i mean yeah. how did i thank you ryan Seacrest, for turning me on well to this thank god for I didn't off know. the grand podcast i know just really oh, giving yeah. everybody new ideas yeah. <laughs> what's your sweat this okay <laughs> so i'll tell you what i'm sweating right now and it is my face roller but like oh, i'm so yeah. basic i'm not gonna lie i'm so basic with this thing so i got it because everybody on instagram had it and i had no idea why i was getting it. I was just like, well, everybody on Instagram has it, so I probably need one. But one of my best friends is Teddy Mellencamp, and we've talked about this before. I think Teddy's on Real Housewives, and but we've been friends for like at a Beverly thousand. Hills. Yeah, the Real Housewives Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, I'm like which city? We- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, we we've been best friends since we were little kids, and uh, <clears throat> we used to live together in LA. And I would always see Teddy on her Instagram stories, like rolling her face while she was like answering a Q and A with her her fans. And I was like, what is this girl doing? That is the craziest looking thing. So I got one, and to be perfectly honest, I still couldn't tell you exactly what it does or why I use 
it, I can tell you it feels really good and it does make my face appear different. Like I think it has to do with lymphatic drainage. I think it has to do with blood flow, inflammation. I actually, so funny enough, I should have brought it and I'm like upset at it. So there's actually a brand that I like, um, a natural brand called Pure. I'm going to look it up. They just came out with a jade roller that has like indents in this ah, part. Oh, that's cool. So it actually ah. like also oh, with, aerates a little, like, right? Well, it also, it, it like, I'm going to look Exfoliate. it up. Does it like break it's, up the fascia? Yeah. So yes. it breaks up the fascia <gasps> and it like produces the collagen. Collagen. It's like a foam it, roller it, it, for yeah. your face. Exactly. exactly. Like, you know, the foam roller yeah. that has like the, all yeah. the little ridges in it? It's exactly like that. And it's, and they have a couple different stones and like a different one than the, the typical one, a jade one. And then yeah. the, it's this other, I'm going to look it up right now because my memory is like, is there an amber? That's the, that's um, a rose. Yeah. The Good rose Housekeeping yes. Beauty Lab actually evaluated these yes. and found them to be effective. And that we is recommend great. Them. Um, there was a tip of keeping it in the refrigerator. Yes, oh, I, keep mine. Show the stone. I keep mine in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is very smart. Well, now I just learned something because I had never done that before. I actually got this one from Within, which is a very cool new kind of like boutique acupuncture studio here oh, in New York okay. City. And that is a whole other topic for another day, how like wellness is democratized with all of these boutique studios. It makes it so accessible. You used to have to go to like a, a real specialist yeah. to do acupuncture. Now mm-hmm. you can drop into acupuncture like you could drop into a blowout or a soul cycle or any place else that you can sign you up on. You gotta go with Norma Kamali. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, right. Norma Kamali yelled at me. She she really, like, she, she like, acupuncture shamed me because I said it had to work for me and she was like, you, you just it. wait. So we're all gonna go on a group acupuncture date yeah. or something. Jamie, also, I love about, what I love about rollers is that when you're putting your products on, it helps to actually make Absolutely. them get into your skin and really oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Think about, like, when you're going especially, yeah, for, especially for oils and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's good like, for your night cream. Oh, it helps it yeah. apply yeah. more. It evenly. helps it absorb so properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, that's great. So refrigerate it, it and use it for your night creams. Well done. Now I, I learned sure a new way to use it. Because you also don't want those oils. Yeah, you definitely never have cleaned it. So oh, that's to good to know. It. Use yeah. vinegar. Okay. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, wow. I wish you guys could all see this at home. But what's the brand? I know. So it's We can link to it. Primarily Pure is the brand. Primarily Pure. We'll link to it on Instagram podcast on Instagram. Yes. It's actually a pretty, I don't, I'm remember how I found them, but I, I use their deodorant. They have like a natural deodorant yes. that's really good. And then they now have all kinds of primarily pure. It's um, all kinds of products. And everything that I've tried so far has been pretty great. Oh. Hashtag not sponsored. We just know. No, just really no, like no. We just like these things. <laughs> That's what I do. I always yeah. like. You have to recommend things. Also, Shana, is, yeah. is yellow your favorite color? I feel all the yellow vibes. Yeah. Yellow I, coat, mustard yellow, yellow is been my favorite color for a long time, and it's amazing how popular it is now. Yeah. It's a happy color. It's a happy color. And they say that, color. like, the monks wear the yellow oh, color yeah. when they've, like, actually oh. become a true monk. That's the, that the color of their. Um, oh. I, can't, I'm, I can't remember the proper term for what they wear, but it's, like, what they wear every day. Oh, the robes nice. that they wear. Yeah. 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 So Heidi, what's your sweat this? <laughs> so my sweat this is something that is, if you're seeing this, you can see how old this is. <laughs> but so I love like it. It's an Altoids so tin. Yeah, so what is like, that? It is a, it is a nut case <laughs> and it holds exactly one serving of nuts. And on the back, it tells you how many nuts is a serving. So 10 walnuts, 15 cashews, 18 pecans, and so on and so forth. Um, and it keeps them fresh. I carry nuts. Everybody who knows me knows this. I, ca- I don't ever go anywhere without a serving of nuts because if my blood sugar drops, like it is my favorite thing in the world to snack on. And it just helps me like, you know, not get starving in a situation, like rather than a, you know, a protein bar with all sorts of like 
the sugar alcohols or what have you that like I could pick up at a 7-Eleven or like um, I prefer nuts. So this was given to me by one of my students, Carolyn Brown, who is half of Food Trainers. They are um, a nutrition practice here in New York City. And they're, you know, on television all the time speaking about Nutrition and that's just, nuts, Heidi. What? It's that's nuts. a good one. Yes. <laughs> I remember when I first met Heidi. You it's had sustainable. You. It's sustainable. It's green. It's not plastic. I that need to get true. that for Ryan because Ryan is a nut freak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eats so many nuts. I'm looking at him like you drop those nuts right now because <laughs> it's like not just a handful. It's like. 17 handfuls later yeah. he's like still going after the nuts and I'm always like it's just a handful and that's not a whole thing of them mm. I should get him that and be like this is your serving of nuts every day he's gonna go nuts for it oh yeah. my god stop <laughs> the insanity stop so listen our guests don't like always bring favorite things but we asked Shayna to bring hers so Shayna yes. can you please talk about what is on our table so my favorite you thing right up now and- is my Shayna's Kitchen Morning Ritual Matcha um, I'm a matcha freak, as I hear that you are, Heidi. Yes. And I gave one to you, but you still. And now my life is busy, it. and no. If somebody would just come make me matcha, <laughs> if someone just come make it, why don't I come one morning and oh make it? Oh my gosh! I'll please. bring I'll bring the homemade would, nut milks. I'll bring oh my gosh. Uh, bang, and then I'll make it for you. Best day ever! And then I'll bring I'll bring a care package so that you can do it. Yourself. Oh my god! We should tape at my house. My house is really fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Thanks that. Thanks for inviting us. We'll be over tomorrow. Um. So yeah, it's. I think it's. And I mean, matcha has this, it's very trendy and not all matcha is created equal, just like a lot of things. And so I, you know, took many, many years to find a good quality matcha and I kept kind of getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. And then I discovered this matcha and in Japan and I was like, everyone needs to have this matcha instead of drinking the crap that they drink all over the place. Um, so I decided to sh- sell it on Shane's Kitchen. So that's my favorite thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if anybody listening doesn't know what matcha, don't, don't, doesn't know much about matcha, matcha. like, can we just get like a couple, like, what's the, give me a quick breakdown. So the best thing, so it's also, it's green tea. Just like a green tea, you see green tea leaves, you you steep it in a regular cup and you get the, you know, typical green tea. But it's a specific green tea leaf that they grow in Japan that they actually grind into a powder instead of just having the leaf be steeping. So it's way higher in antioxidants and it also boosts your metabolism, it's cancer fighting, it's it's all the the good, you know, things that you want to have in, in daily um I guess, drinking. And it's also has caffeine. So if you're sensitive to caffeine, I don't necessarily recommend drinking a lot of it. I mean, you can start very small and kind of see how you feel because it's not the coffee caffeine, which is, which is why I really like it. Mm. Coffee kind of makes me sick and it's very acidic. Um, and for people that have sensitive stomachs, it's sometimes, sometimes it doesn't affect you. Yeah, sometimes it does, but, uh, matcha never affects me. And I, the more I drink, the more I'm like, let's go. You You know, it's like that long steady, like I have so much energy and I'm happy and you never crash. And so, so, so how do you drink that's this? Exactly that's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah. 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 So there's no so there's what's so special about it. I thought I had work so to do, which is yeah. why I'm still yeah. sitting on my counter. And so many people I know. say that it's too potent for them. So what do you mix into that's, yours? Okay. Yeah. So that, that's okay. I can understand. It, it is very, if it's not very good quality, and there's also different types. There's ceremonial. There's not. There's like different yeah. what types. Is, what does that mean? I always see that. So ceremonial. It's different grades. You have to dance down your drink. Yeah. So when you hear ceremonial, you're like, so is there a chant? Right. So actually, I'm going to give a shout out to a friend 
friend of mine. Um, there's a place called 29B Tea House. It's here in New York City. He has a, it's a tea bar. He has like some bites and stuff, but he does all the proper ceremonial. Oh, we have to go oh, there. Yeah, like so you sit at a bar and he'll sit and serve you, and he does all the teas that he collects from around the world and does it properly. Yeah. So it's a, so it ceremonial means like. One, the quality is very, very high. So, and in Japan, in like a, a traditional ceremonial grade, matcha sutra. Sorry, it smells so good. Why in the studio? Those of you listening at home, there you go. There you go. That's great. Sorry. Where was I going? Oh, so it's it's just how you would make the matcha and the and the temperature of the water you would use and how much matcha you put and it's it's the whole process when it says ceremony it's like the process of enjoying it and then there's there's a there's a specific one where you actually share this very thick bowl of matcha which isn't my really favorite but it's like an hour-long thing oh. where some the person sits and makes the matcha and it's it's a lot of matcha with not a lot of water so it's almost like this thick matcha goo and then you take turns passing around the same bowl and you sip it until it's done but like while you're doing it it's like this quiet ceremony of kind of like but is it gross because the I way know. you described it makes it me sounds think I got gross. Like, good I know. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's good. It's good quality. Quality. It's actually sweet and does not oh. taste bad. Okay. So this is the this is why it gets tricky because you know it's there's not all good quality. Also, you can speak better to the Sheena, but from what I understand, it also matters how it's made, like whisking it versus people who will just like dump water and shake right. it up. It makes like well, you're then you get put, chunks in it. Exactly. Which yeah. Is so my favorite, yeah. I'll share with you guys my favorite way of making it. Cause this is like my obsession is matcha lattes. I talk about it a lot on my Instagram. People see it all the time um, on my website. I make my own um, vegan milks. So mm-hmm. whether it be hemp milk, almond milk, a combination of those, walnut milk, pecan milk, I try to kind of, coconut milk I try to mix it up just so I'm not drinking the same thing every day and some are easier than others like hemp milk is the easiest thing to make because you just put hemp's in a blender with water and you blend it and you strain it and you got hemp milk it's very easy it's the same with with coconut milk like you take coconut shreds unsweetened you get hot water instead of cold water you blend it in a blender you strain it that's it Mm -hmm. it's like there's you know and all my milk takes a little longer because you have to soak it etc but um I have a my milk frother which does all the work for me. It's the greatest little tool ever. I love milk frother. I it's love changed milk my life. It's such a game changer. <laughs> yeah. And so I take the frother part of it, so it's just the mixer. Otherwise, it kind of like is too much froth for a latte. But um, I put the milk in there. I have my matcha strainer, so like a little sifter that you put the matcha through, which helps with the chunks, mm-hmm. um, which is also important for when you're whisking it too. So I to put that in there. I put my MCT oil. I put my collagen, and then I press the button. Mm. Fabulous. Mm. Yeah. I'm it's off collagen and I need to get back on collagen. Back- I notice mm-hmm. a difference in my hair. Huge. Really? Yes. I take collagen mm-hmm. twice a day sometimes. And I want your hair. Take oh, yeah. We're all, we're all having yeah. an your hair and me. We all girl crushes on Shana. Let's be honest. Thank you, guys. The struggle is real for vegans and the collagen thing. Oh, yes. My Sakara makes a collagen booster now. So they're the first one, but I don't, like, you're obviously not eating collagen because it's vegan. So the vital proteins weren't. No, they're all grass. They're all grass. Yeah. What about marine collagen? Maybe that must be what fish, Sakari. So that's, that's what I use. It's fish. It's fish scale. I think. So it, I, I think am that. like severely mm-hmm. allergic to fish. fish. Oh no! <laughs> it's seriously like part no, of the reason I went vegan was because I have so many yeah. allergies to things that are non-vegan that yeah. it was like a safe. So way. that would be yeah, that wouldn't work for you. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but collagen is great for 
Uh, for many things. <laughs> we'll talk more about collagen. Yeah, I, yeah. Think we should, I think it actually just probably deserves its own episode because oh, it's yeah, actually true. a very ripe topic. But, yeah. But yeah. um, but on that tip, I think I think let's dive in. Megan, you want to okay. take it away? So Shana Taylor is a wellness influencer and entrepreneur transforming the self-care industry with a radically compassionate approach. She thrives on helping people improve the well-being of their body, mind, and spirit. She's a model, a world traveler, and an avid curator of all things fitness and nutrition. She's positioned boldly at the forefront of the clean eating space with Shana's Kitchen, a food and nutrition brand known for gluten, corn, and dairy-free recipes, and Bottle and Stone, a collection of premium handcrafted CBD-based remedies and skincare products set to launch in 2019, pretty soon, right? Uh, at the end of the year? Unfortunately, it's January now. Ah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. Yes, it's so funny be hearing someone read your bio. You're like, uh, you're like that? You're like, great. Yeah, that's me. It me. Uh, it me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like one of those people who gets so uncomfortable when like people start to give you compliments or like talk about you. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, I'm my I think I like petted your hair and told you you were pretty the first time I met you. So I definitely made you uncomfortable. <laughs> that's a good start. Uh, <laughs> but, I did. I I have to get better about I have to get better about I try. I'm trying to get Can you better. tell us about oh, yeah. your, your your culinary background and Shana's yeah. kitchen? Let's start yeah. there. So my culinary background, I grew up very blessed in a family that we were good about cooking and eating at home together as a family. Both on I come from a divorced family, but my my dad and my mom's side were both into that. And love to cook. Um, they weren't necessarily healthy cooks for most of my life. I ate horrible as a kid, which is why I think I have a lot of uh, stomach and health issues as an adult. Um, but I, you know, graduated high school and was like, first I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Then I realized that that was just not going to happen. And then I, you know, I was like taking Marine college classes, like during high school class. There's all, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Just like most, most kids, um, coming out of high school and my mom, you know, I always loved to cook. I would make snacks for all my friends. I was like the mom, I was always called mama Shay. I was like the person that took care of everyone. Um, I just, it's just who, who I am. So, and food being a part of that, I think that that's like the, one of the biggest things you can do to take care of someone is like, like, you know, food is never going to stop being food. Like everyone needs to eat and everyone needs to be nourished. So my mom was like, why don't you go to culinary school? Like you're such a good cook. And then she's like, and then I have the business background and maybe we'll open a restaurant together one day. And I was like, that sounds like a dream. Uh, yes, I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, That's so, so cool. Yeah. Like, so we fostered so that. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't, we didn't yeah. end up doing that. Her life change has changed in many of ways. Um, she's an entrepreneur and has done, I think, almost everything, including deploying to Afghanistan. My mom's like an incredible uh, person. Crazy. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, I went to culinary school for college. Um, I didn't finish because it was so expensive um, and I was paying for it and was getting into debt, et cetera, et cetera. But I learned all the basics. I ended up working. My first job was at the Ritz-Carlton in Dana Point um, as just a cook. You just mm-hmm. kind of like do it, throw you around to different things. Mm-hmm. Um, decided that restaurant business wasn't really what I wanted to do. It was just not, um, just too, you can't do what you want to do. It's like, you're told what to do. You have to I do what is, someone ordered, mm-hmm. damn it. Right. Which is <laughs> right. You're like, oh, like, yeah, why did you order different. that it's, Some people yeah. love restaurant, you know, chefs love being in restaurants yeah. and that's what makes them happy. Some people don't. So I decided to do personal chef work instead. Um, and I was already living a healthy lifestyle pretty much from like 17 till now. And, um, I kind of just started applying all my cooking to the way that I was living. So I was researching constantly all the stuff that I learned in culinary school. I just switched it into a healthier, you know, way of eating. Um, and so I did personal chef work for a long time and then 
decided, well, actually, I didn't really decide. I, Ryan and I were in a relationship for a long time. And when he got this job with Live with Kelly and Ryan and we were moving to New York and I was like, yeah, all right, well, <laughs> I guess I'm going to quit personal chef work mm-hmm. and I'm going to come to New York. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to do personal work here. It takes very, it's very time consuming. Um, and no one has big kitchens here. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Just schlep a lot of food it's around and a lot of clothes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's when I kind of got more hunkered down on Shana's Kitchen and becoming more like recipe development and, and focusing on giving people easier recipes that didn't seem intimidating was mm-hmm. kind of what I was trying to do. Um, it's, it's great so to look yeah. at, yeah, it's great to look at inspiring food pictures, but it's not great when you're like, yeah, I wish I could make that, but no chance. Now, can I ask you a question? With like a boyfriend who is a powerhouse like Ryan Seacrest, does mm-hmm. he guide you on the business front? Does he say, okay, Shane is, let's like brainstorm a name. Shane's kitchen is the way to go. And does he give you business advice? Because that man has like 800 jobs and is great at all of them. Yeah, literally. I know. You know, yeah, totally. um, not really. So I, I hate to I hate to say that because he just he's so busy. It's mm-hmm. it's we don't really we talk about everything else but work. That makes okay. sense. Okay, like so that. when we're together, so it's healthy. like yeah, you know, I show him certain things and and whatever, but I don't I I don't really know. The only time I really ask for advice is if it's like a tricky situation with like an employee I'm trying to hire, like something like that. I'm like, ooh, I don't know what to do with this. Like, what would you recommend? Mm-hmm. But business wise, um, I've more just watched him for so many years that like he hasn't really had to tell me anything. I've kind of just watched and learned and I love his work like how he works and his he's he's worked so hard and it's nobody works hard nobody works oh yeah yeah and it's inspiring honestly like it's it makes me feel like I'm constantly not doing enough because he's doing so much I'm like I know I'm doing a lot but like I could be really stepping my game up right now you know he looks he looks the same he's so that's your cooking that's basically me do you have a signature is there like a signature dish or something that you're like you're like if this was your last meal, like this is what you would make and uh, everyone, Ryan loves it. Everyone loves it. This is what they ask you for. Everyone asks about my signature dish. I, I, I guess I have to say when I was younger, especially I always did taco Tuesdays. Mexican food mm. is like one of my favorite things, but I have a corn allergy. So it's like a tricky thing. So I have learned to do like in healthy Mexican is actually quite easy. It's, it's, you would think it Mexican food super unhealthy, but there's so many ways you can do it. That's not unhealthy. I have celiac and I think like Mexican is one of the easiest things yeah. for right. me to eat. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's a restaurant where I can walk in and be like, I'm going to be able to eat something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. So Mexican food by far, I make incredible enchiladas, mm-hmm. vegan and, and chicken ones. I, I love a taco night and like a really good, all the things like Mexican rice and good vegan like quesad- or quesadillas, uh, enchiladas. And then I love tacos and I like hard shell and I like soft shell and I like kaleidoscope. Sc- you know, there's like, <laughs> I like that you can have options because I think I don't like being stuck with one meal, you know, like even at restaurants, yeah. I like to try it all. I don't like to just be like, here's my appetizer, here's my dinner. It's like, no, I want to order seven things so I can kind of try all of them and share. Shana, can yeah. I just give you one tip to pump up your Taco Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the taco song? It's raining tacos <laughs> from out of the sky. Do you know that? Okay. <laughs> so, yes, it no, is. Can you keep going? Oh, my gosh. So, for your next Taco Tuesday, <laughs> if you just want to make it extra, download that song. Oh. What's it called? What's it called? Just Google it's rain and tap life high from out of the sky. Oh my god, my four-year-old is gonna be so excited. <laughs> my children finally eat tacos. Oh my god. And goodness. then you need the dancing taco giphy. Like oh life was so much better I'm with just that. Hire a man in a taco costume. Oh that's, my gosh, do that everything. too. That's do everything. that too. So now I have well, to you have taco just, Tuesday. So you can top yourself every taco Tuesday. 
be careful though it's starting amazing. these trends because yeah. the as fun as it is like Ryan and I have had themed parties with our friends uh, for years that's so fun it's so fun <laughs> but then you get yourself in trouble after a certain point Can't because you, it. you you it's you have to keep every time you have to keep doing bigger, something bigger. more and more and it's got it's so extreme sometimes with our friend group it's it's honestly it's now Wait, it's what's like the craziest one now I need uh, to know uh What's the craziest? Naked Taco Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of what the craziest one. The Moroccan themed one we had was pretty crazy, but our friends hosted it and they did, they like changed their entire house into Moroccan theme. Like the whole end, like it was like a, it's a, it turned into like a party. I love love Morocco. And I just be nosy. It was my first favorite cuisine was Moroccan. It was my first favorite. That's weird. Because I was in Morocco and they eat a lot of pigeon. It was a very odd place to eat. I was like, they also eat a lot of pigeon. They're like, pigeon. But they're limited when you go to Morocco. I love the way they eat. Fun, sweet, and savory. Yes. I think it's such yes. a unique kind of I'm nosy though, because so when you say our friend group, is that like. <laughs> it's not know. celebrities if you're wondering. Okay, <gasps> I'm just curious. We are those people that don't necessarily like hang with other celebs. Oh my gosh, so you're totally inviting me next time. Oh Team yes, Murphy, show invited. Of course, you're invited. Up. <laughs> of course yeah, you're yeah. invited. Meg, Meg and Heidi and I are bringing our kids. And between the three of us, we have like 1,100. Ryan so. loves kids. Get ready. Ryan's babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, what did you do? Yeah, are about to get loud. I have a question about bringing it back to like how you do gluten-free, mm-hmm. corn-free, mm-hmm. and dairy-free, right? Yeah. How did you choose those things? Because I feel like I don't... Yeah. I have, like, a really famous chef who's a client, and, like, she's really um, not into corn, but she's the only other person I knew before I read all your stuff that was, like, anti-corn. Mm-hmm. So why should people avoid corn? Corn is the most processed food in America. Like Even if it's corn on the hob? Yes. Because well, it's not <sighs> about how it's processed after it is picked. It's about how it has been oversaturatedly grown and morphed and whatever. And I want to highlight that, that you said in America, because that's an important point. Because it is it's just it's it's an American, American crop. Yeah. It's American. No, yeah. no, because like, you know, I think we've already discussed that like in people general. who are celiac or gluten intolerant here can go to eat another Europe and, and eat uh, yeah, bread like, with I, no... That's, that's I'm never going to try because I don't yeah. want to like find out the hard way it's not true. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. It is, don't, I mean, don't. I definitely, because I, like I, I mean, I knew what I was sensitive to, but I, I did how I got, how it all started was because I had all these different things, stomach issues, digestion, this, I had all this stuff happening. And I was like, I cannot figure out what it's causing it. And so I did a blood test that is like eating for your blood type essentially, mm-hmm. but it's way more catered to you specifically. Mm-hmm. So this doctor that I go to in LA takes a bunch of vials of your blood and then puts them into a huge thing and then puts food in your blood and then mm-hmm. studies how your blood reacts to it. Wow. So, and then he puts it in a chart for red, yellow, and green. And green is what you shouldn't eat all the time. Yellow is stuff you should try to avoid, you know, not don't eat it all the time. And then red is food that you should try to completely avoid if you can. Um, and so, of course, corn, gluten, dairy, and all the things were all on my red list. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I figured that out, I just was like, okay, well, it's, it's unrealistic to completely take it all away at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started really just adding in more of the green foods and, you know, less of the red and, you know, you just try mm-hmm. to do the best that you can. And so I, um, specifically corn actually, funny enough, is the one I'm the most allergic to. Uh-huh. Uh, it's gluten is like, I can, 
I can eat it in Europe. Like in uh, Italy is like, oh, talk about good quality food. Italy is the best. Um, I still have like, like what's funny is my right eyelid swells. Huh. want to eat gluten, which is so that's, funny. That's so interesting. So just the right one. Really, I was fascinated yeah. though that soy wasn't on your list. Soy's on my list too. Oh, because it's not like when when you read on your website, it's not like one of the yeah, things. Yeah, it isn't. That, you're right. Yeah. I, because I don't, I don't, I just don't eat soy ever. Okay. So what does a day in your diet look mm. like? A day in my diet looks like. Yeah, I mean, it changes all the time. I, I change all the time. I eat loads of vegetables, um, all kinds, varieties. You, I mean, from. Do you stay uh, away from nightshades? I try not to. I try not to like. Okay, this is the thing. Like, I'm completely technically, if I followed the list, completely grain intolerant, mm-hmm. except for rye, and rice and millet. Those mm-hmm. are the three things that I can have that are like in the grain, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all beans, none. Mm. Huh. So except for lima beans, that's on my green list. Uh, yeah, and then so no chickpeas, no, no right? chickpeas. Chickpeas are red. How about lentils? Like lentils, some are yellow, some are red. It's very weird when you like really. I about this test. Is it, it? I know it was your doctor in LA, but what mm-hmm. if? Because I want to do this, and I want my husband to do this as well. Because yeah, think it's really the, good. The to, it's just good to What's know. What's it called? Is there a um, certain kind of name for it? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm no. It's okay. I should. We can let link me, to it. Yeah. Let yeah. me let me ask what the because I know there's a test called Alcats, but it's oh, not yeah. as yeah, good. Not mm-hmm. as good. Um, so let me find out this spe- the specific name for it, and then we can we can link it for everyone. And I think the truth is too, if it's cross cost prohibitive, and you're listening to this, yes. I think the thing is just to learn to be more of an intuitive eater and yes. think that was I ate be my this next and I feel like crap. That's right. Uh, Maybe I need to put yes. this on my red list, even if I can't afford That's the right. Write it down. I'm not getting you the will forget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Always write it down. Keep a food diary and a food and diary yeah so yeah. and not to interrupt but this is something that my husband just recently did so he went vegan and he went gluten-free um my husband and i are like wellness geeks together but he's even probably more extreme than me mm-hmm. i have followers writing me all the time being like i wish my husband would work out with me i'm like i work out with him i mean he's 20 uh-huh. he's 20 years older than me so it's it's surprising that he's in such good shape but he's like He's in the best shape. He's ever. like a bigger geek He's than like I am. My husband, by far. we went away together this last yeah, we weekend, and my husband was like, I'm not getting in the pool with George. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my dad. Oh, my dad really? doesn't even work out. He's that. like, yeah, my dad is. My dad's amazing. like a Greek god. I'm like, okay. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> probably why you're so ugly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, I do look like my mom, though. We look like twins. Well, but then I, she's I think pretty my dad, yeah, my dad's 6'6 six, six and oh, wow. has a like, full head of hair still, 62 years old. Well, that's old. great for your sons if you ever decide to have kids because they yeah. say it's the maternal father that oh, determines really? the hair. Interesting. Um, yeah, but he went vegan and he went gluten-free, but he did kind of an elimination diet where he was taking out certain things because yeah. he was just experiencing discomfort yeah. and bloating. And um, and both of us are, are pretty much vegan now. Um, I am a little more like loosey-goosey than he is. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I have never in my life had uh, zero bloating, zero stomach issues yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. So again, and this is something we can intuitively is very maybe dive all the way into. People but can if you just listen, it's pretty it's, it's pretty amazing there. when how you can figure it out yourself. Teach somebody how to listen. So this is something I struggle with a lot because I so I've been writing for Shape magazine for seven years and they had me write about pregnancy stuff in my last pregnancy and I had to interview all these OBs and, you know, no one wants to go on record for anything pregnancy. It was like, it took me like, it was the longest I've ever spent on articles in my life, like by a million folds. Um, And 
all of the doctors were like, well, what it really comes down to is the woman listening to her body. And I'm like, but our culture doesn't. So how do you teach somebody to, like, do you have a tip? Do you have a gosh, magic? I know. I know. <laughs> you know what's funny is I've, I've wanted to do a video on YouTube and, like, IGTV on this. But it's really hard to think of. Like, the number one tip is, I think, that works for me is, like, being learning how to be present in general, I think, is number one. So if you can stop and take a breath or, like, breathe and appreciate the flowers on the table or, like, realize that, like, you're Shana, not just thinking. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Thank they're you. pretty. <laughs> we said you were going to waste flowers, example, okay? We're green. sustainable here. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we don't kill them. Um, I just think when you, after you eat, like you said, if it's, if you're bloated, your discomfort, you have like a specific feeling, even though sometimes it's hard because there's a lot of things mixed into foods. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think writing down, you know, I had salmon, I had beans, I had this lettuce and then keeping that note, like you said, writing it down. And then the next time you eat it, just like reverting back to that and being like, okay, this time, you know, the sa- I had salmon again, but it wasn't with the beans and this. So the salmon, we can eliminate that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that, but it's, it's hot. Like, I don't know. There's, it's really hard. It's like you either are in tune with your body or you're trying to be in tune with your body. And it's really just about like being present and listening. And, and I think a yoga practice helps with that. It does. (laughs) And like being present, meditation, yoga, those are two very good steps of learning how to be present. Because I think a lot of people don't understand how to like stop for a second and be like, Okay. And a lot of times people get discouraged because they don't have the patience to, to write it down mm-hmm. like you said or to do. Because it takes so long to weed everything yeah. out. Yeah. And sometimes you really feel horrible, so you don't want to go through the process of trying to feel it. Right. First. Again. So it's like, how do I know without feeling it? But I also think it's about being it's honest tricky. with yourself and being oh. like, wow, every time I have red wine, I, I get a rash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really like that wine, so I'm just going to ignore the dynamic wine. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, yeah, but you have to kind of it's be like, best. this is really happening and I'm going to acknowledge this because you can you, most it's people just like, know. I think, yeah. I think most you people know. You know if you want to If you're know. eating a plate of nachos and you're sick after, you know why you're sick. Yeah. Or like yeah. if you ate out at a fast food restaurant last night and you're sick, you know why you're sick. If you, you know, if you ate at a restaurant and you knew what you were eating wasn't the healthiest option you could have eaten, of course you're going to be sick. So I think it's, you know, it, but if you're trying to eat healthy and you understand it, it upsets your stomach, that's when I think that, you know, just, just pay attention to what you're... You know, By the way, I think you. this also, like, brings it all back to what does holistic mean? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Because I honestly think this is what holistic means. It is, it is yeah. mind, body, soul. Yes. It is believing that, you know, acupuncture might help your gut health. It's not just it food. Does. Or that meditation may help you be more intuitive mm-hmm. and take a... Mm-hmm. So it's all of it working together, you know, yes. all of these mm-hmm. things working together yes. in tandem. I think I if um, if we were all on your farm in Vermont, it would be way easier to be holistic too. Yeah. Can you tell us about what is happening on this magical farm? So, yeah. So I have two amazing farmers who, uh, they, they're the ones that run the farm in Vermont. Um, they're amazing. Like old McDonald farmers. Like, are we talking like, do they wear overalls? They wear plaid. They wear hats. They don't wear cowboy hats, but they do have kids. They're the, oh, and they go and they ride around on things all day and they have dogs. It's like, it's, I love, I love going there. It's so fun and they're, they're great people. And the only reason why we decided to work together 
is because they had the same belief system as me, as they understand that they, they're like, if we're going to do this and like be farmers for hemp, like, let's not just do it like everyone else. And also, you know, I'm lucky that I found them and they were interested in working with not a hundred individuals to produce hemp and just be like, we want the simple life of, if we could just work with you, that would be awesome. So we should so pause there that. to say that you also have, so why, tell us why you're producing hemp. Why are you farming hemp? So why I got so passionate and decided to get into the CBD business, um, it's almost unfortunate that every single person in the, literally in the U.S. that has any what of a following, I feel like has a CBD line now. It's great, but um, I think that it's, there's no regulations on it. And when I saw that everyone was coming out with a CBD line, I was like, again, here we are again, where it's just like skincare. Everyone has a skincare line and all of a sudden you're like, well, what's the difference between that one and this one? And is that one clean? I don't know. This It's like so confusing. And I started to dig into CBD because I loved everything that it was doing for people. I preach a lot of, on not taking narcotics and always going a holistic approach first to see if that can cure and, and help you before you take an Advil or before you go to the doctor and say, I'm sick with maybe strep and then all they're going to do is give you antibiotics. Like there's supplements and things that you can take that can help your immune system and it can fight it itself. Anyway, I'm getting off track. So it's... Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, CBD can is incredible. What it's doing for people is amazing. And whether it's with sleep or whether it's anxiety, whether it's pain, like those are three top things that I think are probably the most prescribed, you know, narcotics mm-hmm. that doctors give to people. And it's, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to dig in. And I was like, I really want to do this. I know that everyone's going to be jumping on it and doing it with no quality control and just coming out with bullshit, excuse me, language. And mm-hmm. so I started talking to different people and I was like, okay, how do I get my foot in this really strange industry? Because it's like the wild, wild west. A lot of marijuana people that were already in marijuana dipped into CBD because they saw that it was a moneymaker. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's some weird people in the industry. And Can you just note um, the difference between the hemp and the marijuana? Yes. So they are technically in the same family, mm-hmm. but hemp plant and cannabis, like marijuana, is THC, very high in THC, which is a type of terpene. And then there's CBD hemp, which is low, low, low in THC. So it's like CBD. There's also not just CBD. There's CBG, CBN, which you guys will start to see very soon because those are going to get popular as well. Um, but hemp plant has much, 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 much lower THC levels than a marijuana plant. They look the same. But there's totally different on the on the scheme of marijuana gets you high and makes you obviously that feeling that everyone's afraid of, I think. And hemp is doesn't. If that explains, I'm trying not yeah, to get totally. into two technical no, terms because then I people just, will be like, ugh. I think a lot of people who don't know much about it, what I've heard is that most people think that CBD it's is all from same. marijuana. Yes. Right. And so then I, just, I get the, well, I don't do drugs. How I can't use that cream. Yeah. Right. You know, but that's not, not the right? case yes. whatsoever. And I'm glad actually GMA just did a segment and she explained that it was very different. And I was like, thank you. People don't, because mm-hmm. people don't understand. I think we were made, we were all afraid of marijuana because it was illegal for so long. So everyone's like, no, marijuana is so bad for you. And it's like, yes, marijuana can be used for other things and that's fine. But hemp is doesn't, it's different, way different. Mm-hmm. Um, so long story short, I started talking to different manufacturers, trying to figure out where I was going to get my oil from because I had all these great ideas that I wanted to do, um, for 
CBD products. And every single manufacturer I talked to was like, they had, they didn't know where they, what they got their hemp from. They just were buying it from farms in different States. And I was like, have you ever visited? And they were like, no, we don't care. It's just, we're getting our hemp. And then you just, yeah, you just, I literally was like, well, I'm not, if I can't physically go to the farm and see how they work in this farm, I'm not going to do a product line because that's the plant is what that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I? It's like, you know, yeah, it's what you're selling. And it's like, I'm never going to sell. It's just like, you would never give anything to your baby what you wouldn't give to you. Like, that's how I feel about giving to the world. Like, I yeah. would never give a product or sell a product to somebody that I wouldn't take myself. Thank and you for I'm, that, by the way, because not everybody feels no like No one that. does that. Right. Not everybody's Everyone like that. Everyone just wants to make money. And it's like, I... I, like, of course, everyone wants success, but, like, I'm doing it because I'm passionate about it, not because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I just want to jump on the CBD train to, like, make money before it's regulated. Um, no, you want to put out a quality product in a land where there are so many that, that works. don't work. Exactly. And I yeah. have a big following, you know, especially from Live with Kelly and Ryan, who suffer from a lot of, mm. like, chronic health mm-hmm. issues and they always write me and they're like well I my doctor says CBD might help me my you know and it's mm-hmm. I want to help these people not you know ugh. anyway so I saw and it just kept getting worse the more I was getting in and learning about CBD and so that's when I was like I'm gonna have to have my own farm because I can't find anyone that has any quality control or knows where this is coming from oh well it's certified organic and I'm like okay what does that even mean in the hemp world? Mm. Like what is certified organic to you guys? Like now you can finally get an FDA, like FDA certification. Mm-hmm. But like when they, it, uh, it just means I no can, pesticides. It doesn't mean, right. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean, right. yeah. it doesn't mean that they're still not using like a lot of farms use pla- like thousands of miles of plastic underneath the plant instead of using like a natural crop to protect. I mean, there's so much stuff that farmers can do better at sustainability. Anyway, my farmers do all these things. And I was like, oh, manifestation is real. Like I, I I was literally like, maybe I'm not going to be able to do the CBD line because I can't find the right thing. And then if I did, maybe I'm just going to go buy my own pot of land somewhere and like start you know, planting my own seeds and so, I'll see you guys in five years. What is the line called? And, and January is when we're going to be able to January have January is, yes, it looks like January for sure this time. And it's I wouldn't called, say it unless it was for real. It's called Bottle and Stone. Bottle and Stone. Yeah. And what's in the line? So the first phase is technically six products, but it's, so it's tinctures, just like the basic mm-hmm. tincture, one cinnamon, one natural flavor, mm-hmm. um, it's 300 milligrams per bottle, 600 milligrams per bottle. So there's, mm-hmm. there's two different types that you can And how do you use take. a tincture? Is that like, I want to go to sleep? You put or it or under I... your, uh, honestly, yes, it helps with sleep, but it doesn't put you to sleep during the day, which I think right. a lot of people think that CBD is like, oh, you can only take it at night because it helps you sleep. If you have too much coffee, if you have a meeting and you're, you have anxiety or if you, anything, or you just got in a fight with somebody, like if you take CBD, it really helps like the anxiety kind of relax and calm you down. So the tincture, you just put like a drop on, on your tongue. So yeah, you take a a full, um, dropper 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 full underneath your tongue. And then it's best to hold it on your left side because you have like a main, main artery here. And then for 30 seconds, then you swallow it. Hmm. Yeah. So that's the tincture. So there's so those two tinctures. tinctures, two flavors. Okay. Yes. And then um, a mint spray. So I am not a gum chewer. I've one, it's horrible for your stomach. Ooh. Two, <laughs> it doesn't look good. It was like banned in my house as a kid. We talk we, about this all the time because yes. it's like my one. I think it's a terrible vice, but people are like, "That's your worst vice." But it's a pretty bad vice. It's I'm not bad, gonna lie. No one like. Oh my god. It's bad. It's bad. My mom would yell you at me. You don't chew big time. Loud. 
No, but if my mom saw me chewing gum in public, yeah. as I sometimes do, and you guys know it, she would kill me. But okay, anyway, like go ahead. It it's private. my son's so, favorite Jamie. food is gum. So, well, yeah, I know. My so, six-year-old's favorite food is gum. Yeah, yeah. so is mine. But wait, now maybe you doesn't can want convert a kid. me. He wants gum. Yeah. So maybe I hear about this mince So this is my my trick was... I everyone needs a fresh breath, which is why gum is obviously such a thing. And <gasps> so, smart. Smart. yes, yeah. so it's a mint spray, so it refreshes your mouth. And I infuse. Can I try CBD it right now? It. As yes, I said, why I brought it. <gasps> so that is the approved sample. It takes a minute. Is it minty fresh? <laughs> yeah. Are you out, dude? It's oh, I'm just kidding. I'm mixing my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get it in your mouth. Yeah. You should get it in the mouth. You gotta get it in there. It's refreshing. It is refreshing. It's like, remember Bianca? 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 That's weird because I was just talking about Bianca. I have some in my bag. It's best what? to do. you still sell it? I got it in like a gift it's bag and two, I was like, whoa. Two two? Yeah. I did. I spread it twice. Is it all over me? Okay. It's very, it's nice I don't and see on it. my skin. It's nice and uh, moisturizing. I like that oh, because I, like I need fresh breath, oh, I like but I, I'll be the person that puts like a piece of gum in my mouth. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, it's like a soft Or I'll brush my teeth. So it it, very I wanted it to be str- strong, but not like mm. where it kills you. And then it evolves. Mm-hmm. And then it, it gets, does. It evolves. Uh-huh. So it's like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. It's like evolving yes. in my house. Like those yes. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> not It's literally spearmint oil, peppermint oil, yeah. and a tiny bit of monk fruit extract to sweeten it. I was going to um, say, because I did this to my mouth, and I got some on my face, and my lips feel nice and moisturized yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And MCT oil. Great. There's MCT oil in there, too. That's great. Um, yeah, so it's. I wanted to make something that was you could keep in your bag. You can spritz your mouth really quick if you need a refresh, mm-hmm. and it's lower. It's two hundred and fifty milligrams CBD per bottle, so mm-hmm. it's not that much. So you can spray it all day long, and mm-hmm. you're not going to feel like, wow, did I use this whole bottle? Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Um, totally fine. It's like I think for five sprays, it's like. I feel like it's psychosomatic oh, too because I just feel yeah. so chill right now. <laughs> psychosomatic. I'm like, I'm totally chill. Immediately, I'm like, spritz <laughs> my mouth and I'm good. Yeah. You've also been up for like 24 hours what? making pumpkins. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that. Anyway, so that and then um, that's going to launch first. And then we have a couple skincare products that are launching shortly after. So that's a uh, woman's face oil or, uh, yeah, face oil for um, before your moisturizer. And then a men's um, like aftershave beard-ish oil. So Was that by request from Ryan? Like, it. hey, make something for me? <laughs> no, I just, I wanted it to be a unisex brand. So Got I wanted it. to make sure we, we included uh, men as well in the products. Everyone needs fresh breath. You're on to something. Yes, totally. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then a body salve. So for... Cool. Cool. For pain, and that's higher. It's like a, a thousand milligram CBD. That's so important yeah. because I get sent so many CBD cells, and they're like three hundred for the whole thing. And you're like, this doesn't that do doesn't do anything. anything. Mm-hmm. No, it needs to be at least yeah. a thousand. And Heidi's in chronic pain. Right? Yeah, I have a pinched nerve, like after pregnancy. So do I. Yeah, in my lower back, and it goes all the way down yeah. my leg. It's, it's horrific. God. It's so bad. So and so bad. this has been, like, CBD has been a, a game changer yeah. for my life. Yeah. Same. Same with my shoulders. I carry yeah. all my stress here. I, I like, too. constantly am like Should I spritz it on the mouth spray on my shoulder? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I need to find that the right one for that. It really helps with menstrual cramps. Do you know, have you noticed? I, well, I, I saved my girlfriend's the, life with C- the CBD. I just like that you guys say menstrual, not period. What do you think is best for that? Because that's one I'm trying to... I think rubbing it on you works a little bit. I mean, you can take it. It does help a little bit when you take it orally, but I've noticed that 
the combination of the two is really what like when you it's rub it so like the salve and then the tincture. tincture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you really heard of my yeah. back, So I get like just yeah. just for one day only. Oh, I get it right in the beginning, but it's it is to the point where I have to have my husband literally take his two thumbs, and if he doesn't, it, it's just this awful, awful, awful pain, and yeah. I wind up unfortunately taking like. Yeah, something, something that's stronger. Yeah, yeah that's like my girlfriend like, would pass out bad. during your yes, period. Yes, yes, that happened like, to me. Pass out. We that happened to me recently, a few months oh. ago, and I went. Long story. I went to the ER and <gasps> and I was fine. Once I got there, I think I scared myself out of the pain because I didn't want to go in the ER either. But yeah. I did go in. They tested because I really thought I blacked out. I didn't know what happened, and she called it visivago. And, Maybe um, that, I don't know what Visivago is basically like your body's reaction to pain. Right. And she right. said, you just, she told me to go home and drink a glass of wine. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. Drop so anyway, I, I'm trying to find, because I don't want to take over the counter. I don't like taking anything. Yeah, of course. So that's the one thing I really want. Yeah. Hmm. That, that I gave, but she was at my house, my girlfriend who has these like horrific and, she, and she's told me about them, but I've never seen it yeah. in action because normally she's at home, like bedridden, mm-hmm, yeah. and she's passed out multiple times during a period. She's in so much pain. It's like this whole like thing where I'm like, Whoa, what do I like? If you if you pass out, do I take you to the hospital? Like, ah. <laughs> and she was having one of those episodes while she was at my house, and she was laying in my backyard, and I like got her a towel, and I was like feeding her pineapple because I was like, oh, maybe it's your blood yeah. sugar. I don't know. Oh. And then I was like. CPD. I was like, it's uh, worth it. I can try it. Yeah. So I went and ran and grabbed like one of the samples I had and started rubbing it all over her stomach. And within like, I don't even know, probably five minutes, yeah. she was like, I feel better. Oh, and Mama like, Shana, we love that. We love you. She so they're all in LA, which is why I didn't bring, I would have brought more samples, but, um, I have loads of, okay. cause it's all trial and error of sampling. And Holistic wellness right well, there. Well, Holistic well, wellness. Honestly, I that. was like, hallelujah, take it. Mm. <laughs> you should please take it with you. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I mean, we could talk to you for literally ever. ever so I yeah. mean, you need to come back and hang with us again. Um, so we're going to wrap this baby up, but we have our three questions for you that we ask mm-hmm. everybody. Okay. And they are first thing that comes to your mind. That is your answer. Okay. okay. Yep. So favorite workout. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the first thing that came to my mind was boxing. Ooh. But I do, that's hard. Because I'm not one of one workout person. Totally. I do so many different things. It's like picking your favorite child. I know it's hard. <laughs> it's, hard. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. Um, okay. Hard. And morning or night workout? Oh, morning. Oh, good. You're, you're our people. Yeah. And then not. finally, and this we one know the is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Coffee, tea, or matcha? Up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matcha. Matcha, please. But I do have a really good organic coffee if anyone wants. If you're a coffee drinker, Ryan's a coffee drinker. He still drinks matcha. He drinks matcha first then coffee for like oh that's a, interesting yeah because it's it's better than having like first thing in your stomach be acidic yeah um so i've converted him in that way but uh we, i gave him because he used to not drink organic coffee and i was like the number one thing you should drink organic is coffee because there's so much pesticides in the coffee and you're drinking all of them if it's not oh, organic yeah. Oh, um gosh. yeah i know i'm sorry to break the news to everyone so that that wine, wine and coffee are the two mm. biggest things that you have to drink that are not like it's crazy how much you drink pesticides. it stays in the yeah. fruit anyway um this company is incredible and they support small farms they're organic it's a french roast if you like stronger flavor and literally ryan travels everywhere with this coffee because he's so disappointed when he doesn't have his coffee in the morning because he loves and it's certified organic what's it called so it's this company called poncha mama and they're Ooh. online pa- and it they're sto- or punch? like punch p-a-c-h-a-m-a-m-a 
We can also all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, like, we'll link the we'll like, yeah, we'll link the yeah. exact coffee. But it is it's they have lots of different kinds, so depending on what you like, and um, they sell uh, mostly certified organic, but some that aren't. Um, it's just that you, when you read their story, you'll really like it because they they support like really small family oh, farms cool. and and stuff like that. So I like their story. Um, but there, it's their coffee, and so it's life changing. Amazing. Well, Heidi, do you want to explain how we wrap up every show? Okay. Well, the last thing we do is called Karma Call. (laughs) Megan says it's so much better than I do. But yet I wind up singing (laughs) on this show. (laughs) So karma in Sanskrit means action. Mm -hmm. So we ask our amazing guests for an actionable item to give to all of our listeners and viewers for something they can do that's going to make a big change with like a small a small change on their part, but a big impact. I think taking a moment to breathe and be present. Anyone can do that throughout your entire we day. We both went. See? <sighs> and like, I think we really forget, like I am a, a not so good breather. Like I'm, I'm a very, you know, low breather or what, what they don't call it. Low. Shallow. Shallow. Yeah. Thank you. Shallow breather. I've always been that way. And since I've been very, you know, I'm aware of that I need to breathe more for oxygen memory. Like I have a hard time remembering things sometimes and bringing things up. It's because the circulation in your body and breathing and taking deep breaths and realizing where you are and being like, oh, okay, I'm okay. I'm breathing makes a huge difference for me throughout the day. Energy wise, like when you're starting to feel tired at three o'clock, be like, <sighs> like literally take four or five breaths. And it's amazing how all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm okay. This is like Kegels. You say it out loud, and now all of a sudden I'm breathing. Now everybody's doing it. Breathing. <laughs> but this is, see, but this, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like it's life changing. Breathing. I have like a like a, a yeah, double you catch forget. that I catch myself. Right, and you know, like when you start yawning, it's because you don't have enough oxygen. Yeah. So mm. just breathe a little more. Love that. Just breathe. Just breathe. Well, thank you so much for being here You're with us welcome. today. Yay! Thank you having me yeah and thanks for joining us at home and don't forget to follow us off the gram podcast on instagram and subscribe to this podcast we will see you next week bye Yay. oh you're so good